So is Thug your favorite artist? Definitely in my top three. Why? Top three. Why? What is what is it about Thug that really gets your thing going? I'm telling you, like, he's literally one oh one. There will never be someone that can even make music as close to him. What you mean? Like, bro, Thug like he's his own genre. I can't even say he's really rap. He's 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 not. Like if you okay. listen to some of his songs, bro, he can rap, but I can't say that's like that's like classic rap. Cause this nigga Thug is like a generational talent. See, I I can't dispute anything you just said about Young Thug. That is that's that is fair. The the way that he's able to take his music to another level at literally every single turn is a monumental feat in and of itself. That is true. I will give you that. But personally, I don't... I, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, just, I feel like his stuff is like... It's like fun, but it's not like as hard as people try and make it out to be. What do you mean like hard though? Like lyrically hard or like I mean, how it like bangs or something? In the, in the context of lyrically hard, it's like eh. Just the way that it feels while you're listening to the music. Then you're playing, bro. Thug can take you to a whole different dimension if you listen to the right song. What what song, for example? G. You go listen to Daddy's Birthday. Any okay, time, yeah, any, no, that, that was hard. That any was hard. time of the day or night, Daddy's Birthday could take you to a different planet. That is, that is, I, I will give you that, I will give you that. See, it's it's more of the, I can feel the, the inspirations that come from so many artists inside his own music. Yeah, definitely, because there's so many, like, Artists that were inspired by Thug, you can hear them. Like even niggas, like his, even his YSL people, like Gunna and them, mm-hmm. they're like based off a of Thug sound, but they have like their own kind of like twist on it. It seems like variations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. And just and like because of that, that's why I put Thug like on the highest too, because he made his own sound, and there's so many people that try to like that were influenced by him that are making like great music too. So like he's just a great influence and a great musician, great human being too. Damn, you free him. <laughs> You know that's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? There's a song that I had in mind that I was thinking about for for Young Thug, that everybody just is like, you know. Let me just let me just find it. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta find it now. Because I've been listening to Thug since what, seventh grade. Oh my goodness. Did you like punk? Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean. I liked it, but I, I don't think it's one of his best projects. A lot okay. of people, a lot of people said like it's one of his top ones, but I cannot say that. I wouldn't put it in my top three. See, I feel like he's. I wouldn't say he stopped being good at any points, but I feel like he stopped being thug after Super Slimy. What do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean stop being thug? Like he stopped not even just pushing the envelope, but it seemed like he was commercialized right after. Um, super slimy. I say he's really. I feel like he was, he was like super big. I mean, Thug has always been mainstream, but I feel like he took like a superstar step. It was after um, Beautiful Thugger Girls. Mm-hmm. I think after that, so it was before Super Slimy. I think he dropped that. Mm. And, then, and after that, like every time Thug dropped, he was like always like number one. Everybody's hot, like everything. Do you know that? Oh, I remember what it was. Do you know that one uh, song that Kanye dropped? He didn't he didn't drop, but he played it at his like. At a release party where he just out of nowhere just played Thug. Mercy, Mercy, can't you play the Thug song at a release party, bro? What, what do you What do you mean? You don't remember this nigga? That was iconic. Oh, gee, now nah, I gotta see it for real. He's young. 
this is like a Donda release party or nah, this nah, was before nah. that. Oh wow, look at me being horny. Let me just <laughs> let me just just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Where she really said, hold up, hold up. Oh, like a thug a baby. Okay, merch. I didn't know he he released this at Kanye's room. That's tough. And this is one of his hardest songs ever. Is, is it though? Oh, okay. Okay, audience, you see this nigga already tweaking bad. What do you like, mean? Is it? That's one of his best. I mean, like, it's it's cool. Like, it is thug, but like, it's, I want to say it sounds like nonsense. But it's like it's 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 teetering. It's it's really teetering. Okay. No, okay, I get what you're saying because if you're not like deep into like thug music or some anything that like, anything he drops, like if you just hear raw, it's gonna be like, bro, he's speaking gibber. Like, <laughs> but if you really know, if you already know his music, you're gonna know how he talk and like him saying like that. He's talking fast. He's talking his own cadence. But like. If you really know him, you understand exactly the lyrics he's saying. So you're telling me you have to be like so deep into thug lore that this is just like, oh yeah, no, this is the real thug? Nah, but I mean, if you want to understand it, I feel like, yeah. But then there's people that just want to, you know, listen to something good and they're not going to listen to the words he's saying. They're going to listen to the sound. So I'm like, I don't know, hi-hat, yeah, yeah. Like, you know people going to get, like, you know they're going to get T to that. Yeah, that's, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's I'm cool. saying as me as like a, I say I'm like a, Top one percent thug fan. I mm. listen to thug only for like masterpiece. So if I'm gonna hear him, I'm gonna make sure I'm listening to his actual words, not just the beat. So anything, nothing sounded gibberish to me when it's thug. Everything mm. sounds beautiful. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And I thank him so much because the nigga gave me he gave me Gunna, bro. <laughs> bro, you laughing? I wrote an essay on Gunna in high school. Bro. What was that say about? How that nigga had an angelic voice, bro. Gunna's voice really? is one of the best ones I've ever heard on any like. Any type of music, Gunna has one of the best voices I've ever heard. Wow. Like, said, what, what about it is, is hitting that spot for you? It's smooth. I feel like, like Gunna said himself, he said his voice is his instrument. He's not lying. Okay. Like, there's some songs, like, Gunna, his voice will change, like, how the song sounds, even if he's featuring, just because his voice is, like, one of one. It's, like, so smooth. Like, I don't not explain it, but... Mm. I say his voice, him and Thug have that ability that their voice himself is like the instrument sometimes or is like the beat. Like it's the real life melody. You don't even need a beat because their voices are like special. Okay. You know what? I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you on that. So what have you been listening to recently? Dang, a lot of people been dropping, bro. Shoot. I know right now Thug would have dropped if he was out free him. <laughs> but but um who just dropped, I feel like. Let me see. Who I've been listening to. I know. I was just listening to Smino today. Mm, that is talk. such a smooth <laughs> nigga. It's crazy, bro. I've been listening to these niggas a lot too. Drake and Twenty One really did something really? crazy. They did some crazy. Low Double O. Listening to Who's him. Who's Low Double O? A Memphis dude, bro. He about to. He's coming up. Just watch. Mm. Tough. Jid. Jid dropped a great, mm-hmm. a great album. Like mm-hmm. you see, they dropped the Grammy nominees and Denzel Curry. I don't think he was nominated. I don't know if he was nominated or not. I don't think he was. And he went on a rant on Twitter about, like, how, like, the real music is getting, like, pushed for, like, just the mainstream dudes to always get, like, the Grammy nomination. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, because no, Because no. there's no way they're telling me that, like, what is it? Come Home, The Kids Miss You. That is not a top five album of the year. 
Bro, like I like Jack Harlow, but that's not a top five I, album. I of the barely year. was able to finish that album. I was so bored, but okay, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I know, I know he went on a little rant about that, and I was like, bro, I feel him because like there are really people making like putting their heart in the music, like making sure it's it's like tells a story, and then they putting people like Jack Harlow, who I'm not saying putting no hard work, but. It seems like you you're supposed to just hear it at like J C Penny or like you, a H and M. It's like yeah, one yeah. of them type of albums. Is like it's for really the mainstream, just for out there. But it's not like it's some deep critical. I'd be like, yeah, he's talking some crazy in this because he's not. No, that's true. I, I've never been able to. It's not that I was never able to like find the hype of Jack Harlow, but it was more like I knew that majority of his swag is literally just blackness that motherfuckers are just repackaging over and over and over again. That's that's him. They were trying to compare him to Macklemore. I wouldn't go that far. But Jack <laughs> Harlow. What? What what about the just like <laughs> just mean white? Just like the white and then taking over rap like like over like a little Macklemore was racist. Song. That was just racist. What what he did to uh Kendrick, Drake, and oh my goodness, and bro, that's, Cole, that was just racist. That, I don't know how the we should never take the Grammy seriously <laughs> again. After they did something like that, we should not even watch. What was what was the thing that Kanye dropped then? Was that when he dropped uh not Life of Pablo? Was that Life of Pablo? I don't know if that was a year of Life of Pablo. That was when they, when everybody dropped it. Con- no way Macklemore be off. <laughs> no way. I think it was. I know for sure it was Drake, J Cole, and. Or is it? I know Drake and Kendrick for sure because mm-hmm. they're they're never coming back to the Grammys again. You know Kendrick. <laughs> you know Kendrick is nominated this year. He better win, bro. Like he better win. No facts. But dang, if Kanye if Kanye was in there too and they give the Macklemore, that's just that's just white power, bro. I don't I, I don't know. That's, that's just white that's power like, at that that's point, bro. Literally ill, bro. That's I, I, racism at its finest. I, I don't want to tell you, bro. I don't want to tell you. But no, I've been listening. <laughs> we have found a better Hummer. We have finally found a Hummer that could out hum. Um, what's that news name? Um, Kid Cudi. We finally found that could oh, out hum Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid Cudi is a legendary hum- bro. Him and Kanye. That's I think that's why they're so much best friends. Bro, they're both legendary Hummers. I, I don't tell you, bro. I don't tell you. But nah, we we finally done it. Burner Boy. If he is not the artist of the year, I will deeply be upset. He, because the way he's been going on such a historic run he's recently. He's been going crazy. Bro, bro, bro. I mean, and he, I know you got to support your Nigerian dudes, but. Oh, yeah, no, very, very Is Burna Boy even the best Nigerian artist out? Can you really say that? I, so everyone likes Wizkid and Omale and, and, and Olade uh, on all of them, right? Well, let's talk about the women too, bro, because I'll put Thames over Burna Boy, in my own opinion. Would you classify her as more Nigerian or is it just like. Do you? Mm, yeah, because she would just like, be Afrobeat music. She's or like, would know. it just be like just R and B as a Nigerian? Yeah, she yeah. just she just happens to be Nigerian making R and B music. I feel you on that. Then, um, but personally, I feel like yeah, no, he right now he just got it. He he has he has and to. He, he literally has the hottest like Afrobeat song this year. Last last bro had bro. to do what sixty. Billion numbers. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> every every party you go everybody to, everybody everywhere. What's last last <laughs> drops, bro? It's it's up. It's up. You hearing white people make covers to its home, bro? bro I'm my IO. Come on, bro. If y'all don't stop touching things, bro, every day, y'all 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 do something that upsets my. Bro, did you not peep it? It was one trending, and then 
that she one said. that one white bitch oh can you can you make a cover for last last bitch you don't what does that even mean to you stupid he's talking about, he's talking about finding this song so happy someone said lose it <laughs> you don't deserve to be happy to my blackness bro i don't know i don't know what to tell you bro nah yeah it sounds weird and if, if a white person tried to sing like an african song it sounds weird it's, it's, like, it seems colonizable i don't it's, folk, like it's literally colonizing style like, I, don't, I don't know what to, i don't know what to tell you bro i don't know what to tell you you know, something I wanted to ask you. So, have you ever been able to look at an, an African person and just tell they're from Africa? Yeah. And definitely. then when you look at someone that's like a black American, you could look them in the eye and be like, yeah, no, you look black. Yeah, but right. there's also been some times that like, I don't know like how often it is for other African countries, but since Liberia is like so closely tied with them, with Americans, there's been some times like a Liberian person would tell me they're Liberian and I would like question it like, Nah, Are you, you sure? You very nigga. <laughs> you very nigga, bro. Like, mm-hmm. literally, I was working one day uh, when I used to work uh, in North Minneapolis outside. Mm-hmm. We went to someone's house, and he was telling me, he was asking me, because, like, I guess sometimes he could hear my accent a little bit. He was asking mm-hmm. me, he's like, oh, you're Liberian? I was like, yeah. He's like, I am too. And this is North <laughs> Minneapolis, but I'm like, I looked at him, he could tell I was, like, kind of already skeptical. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was like, all right, what's your favorite soup? And I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, like. I was because I believe he was like, okay, I like Tubby Gee, hey. palm butter and stuff. I was like, oh, what? He's not. He's serious. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I feel like other Afri- other African countries, though, you could tell, like, right away, mm-hmm. like, they're mm-hmm. African and they're, like, you know they're from Africa. So, the thing that I was, I was just thinking about it, what is it about, like, black Americans and Africans that it's, like, they're so distinguishable once you look them in the face? Yeah, I feel like the feet, I don't know, somehow in, like, the years where... Like, black Americans were, like, enslaved and niggas were still in Africa, bro. I feel like somehow the features, like, really got distinguishable because I feel like it's easier for Africans to tell, like, who's African, who's not. I don't think a black American can go tell, like, oh, he's African and he's black American. Mm, okay, okay. So do you think that it's the fact that you have the African background, the fact that you can, like, distinguish the differences? I think, like, that's a big part of it for oh, sure. Oh, okay, okay. Because, like... When I'm at the U, I'm able to like distinguish it so easily just out of just looking at them for like a little bit type yeah, of thing. No, for sure. I definitely feel you on that because there's so many, there's so many like different like Africans there. So it'd be really like you'll look dumb like if you didn't know they're African. <laughs> no, thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, the reason why, the reason why I bring, bring all this up, right? So the more that I'm walking around Minnesota, like colleges and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is there. Just like not that many like black people that are in Minnesota, like that go to universities mm, because I, of I was I was thinking about it. If like for example for myself, I had like a three point eight in high school, had a pretty okay ACT things like that, and I was just thinking about it. I could have went and took that and just left, right? Yeah, I could have left and be able to get into like some pretty good schools. I could have messed uh, mess around and end up in like Alabama. What what cuz the 3.8 is pretty good. That's great. And um I'm thinking with other like black people that do end up in Minnesota if you are able to get like a 3.8 in the situation that you're in, especially like if you went to a school like North Minneapolis and you still left there with like a 3.9, there's nothing that's pulling you back to stay in Minnesota. There's everything is telling you, you know what? If you got that such a good grades, you might as well go to an Ivy or an HBCU mm. or like a duke instead of like staying at the u of m no i feel i feel like you're right on that especially um how it's been coming up like the last four or five years 
I feel like a lot of black Americans, like you're right, they will like leave the state, especially like the ones I know personally, mm-hmm. like they've left the state to go to school somewhere else. Like a bunch of other places, like HBCUs, mm-hmm. just like different mm-hmm. places. Uh, do you know what Jack and Jill is? Isn't that like a, a little program? Yeah, the program with all the the type, I wouldn't say hyper intelligent, but just like the OD rich black folks. Oh yeah, black I, got, folks I knew when my, when my friends was in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jay Wright. And the thing that I just, it, it, it clicked, I'm like, all your parents went to a HBCU or a really big Ivy. Yeah. And all their kids go to HBCUs or a really big Ivy. I mean, yeah, that, that's like a lot of them do. I'm, the one I knew, he went, I mean, he, he's an athlete, so that's why he didn't go to He Ivy went League, to play. But, yeah. But if he wasn't doing the sport, he probably would have went to like Morehouse or something. Yeah, for most no, definitely. Exactly. And I was looking at some, like, some of the kids that like went through the program, like, huh, you went to Morehouse, you went to Howard, you went to a- AT. So it's like, none of y'all wanted to go to the U of M? <laughs> none of y'all were feeling it? I mean, even as a black person yourself, like, if you had an opportunity <laughs> to, <laughs> to go out, like, definitely to even leave Minnesota, mm-hmm. are you staying in Minnesota? You know what? Those, you feel me? Like, you're not that's, doing that's, that. That's fair. That's fair. Especially if you have, like, enough money to make it so the $40,000 it does take to be able to go to those schools because they don't have enough funding, so they have to give you the full price. Yeah. If the full price is not even that much money to you, would that even deter you for real? That's literally, I think that's the reason that a lot of people leave the state, especially like the ones you're saying, the Jack and Jill. Mm-hmm. They definitely have the money and they have the resources to leave. Why would you stay? You know what? That's... I'm gonna force my kid to go to HBCU. I've said this multiple <laughs> times, yeah, but I, bro, I think it's it's just needed. It's it's just needed. Like, at this I'm gonna point. tell him like you gonna thank me for this later. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have the time of your life. Like don't worry about nothing. I'll make sure. Nah, definitely. And I feel like by the time we have kids, HBCUs will have a little more funding than it is. Oh now, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like in the mm-hmm. past 10 to 15 years, the trend has been going that. HBCUs for black people, especially young black people, is where it's at, mm-hmm. where you can build like good connections, good communities. Of course, of course. Because of uh, one of the things that people always told me about like why not to go to HBCU is like you won't get a job after you go to HBCU because they're not connected nowhere. And that's just objectively not true anymore. Yeah. They're, they're playing, yeah. Because the amount of people that I know that go to HBCUs and they're like doing crazy things, like my homeboy, he's out in uh, CNN right now. Uh, he's, out, he's there working at CNN. And he's like, this is not even that big of an opportunity for me, for real, because I could have even done something even greater than this. I kind of just, I'm, I'm chilling right now. Yeah. This ain't even the master plan, for real. No, you're definitely right. I'm, I think, I'm just thinking about right now, the people I know from HBCUs, and like, <laughs> they go from HBCU to either, like, then furthering on their college education somewhere else, like, if they want to go to law school or something, mm-hmm. or then they go into, like, good jobs. Like, I know someone that's, like, Banking, about bro. to work almost in a news station. Like, bro. I think somewhere in the East Coast. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bro, they be working. I don't know. I feel like connections, you can find connections anywhere. Nobody should limit you to say, like, oh, HBCUs are bad. It don't, I'm not listening to oh, that. Of course. But that that got to be racist, bro. That, that got to <laughs> that gotta be racist. That got to be racist. So, you know, I was I was looking on uh, my, my social media. Actually, do you think all jobs should be respected? What do you mean by that? Like, all jobs should you like you think i should respect this is the, hilarious you can subscribe to the wow you can subscribe on instagram now that's kind of funny yeah i think yours might be updated i've never seen this before <laughs> they should never show me to subscribe to some regular person i'll be mad as hell my own follow you if i, I see that i'd have to just i'd have to jump you bro i don't i don't know to tell you but my friend sent me this um creator where she got fired from her job because of she made um 
She made an OnlyFans, right? And then she made contents with her husband that also has an OnlyFans account. So they make it together yeah. inside the classroom. Oh, I see what you're talking about. It was I just peeped that on Twitter, I think, a couple of days ago. Bro, she wilded. Like, <laughs> like first of all, it said she was a an eighth grade teacher and they were doing it in the middle school. Like, why? Like you couldn't just go home? That one didn't make sense to me. So you know what? They wanted to make content that was authentic. It's an actual classroom. It's it's a real visuals and and video and <laughs> I don't know how you get caught like that because we were just talking about this. I told you, bro. The only way you could even do OnlyFans in this day and time and not get caught, you have to create an alias. Like, there's no way you're using your. I would not use anything that could connect me to my real name. Like, they're acting dumb, bro. The thing is, she did make an alias, but somehow she still slipped up. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think they said one of her. Somebody found out that was in the school, bro. That's hating, bro. From there, it I, spread. I personally think you're being a hater, bro. Not no cap. If I'm in eighth grade. And there's some word of my teacher doing OnlyFans. I'm going to work. There's no way that's not going to be news in the school, bro. That's going to be the next big thing. We're going to be talking about that shit. All the, bro, no cap teachers. I, I disrespect with me. I'm like, I know you're not talking, Miss Sun. With your, you feel me? Of course, of course, of course. Ah. I've been thinking about the things that I should be able to, the things that I should say on this, this, this page for real. Because <laughs> I have a couple of homies where it's like, they got older, right? And now they want to actually span back on the teacher, on their actual teachers. Wow. And you know what, bro? If you actually able to like live out your dream, bro, shouts out to you. Nah, dead ass, bro. I used to see like, <laughs> I know it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. I used to see like the the dudes would be like fifteen, be like, oh, like teacher been have sex with them, nah, like you get caught. I was like, yeah, that's a bad thing, but I don't think people understand for real, bro. Like fifty <laughs> percent of teenage dreams, that's that, bro. That, that's really that. That's, that's the one. That's literally the one. And you know that it started made me think of T Grizzly, right? So he has this. Um, did you watch? Did you listen to his new album? Yeah. Where it's like just stories just from stories. from Detroit. Mm-hmm. First of all, Detroit. You're a gross place. Bro, you're playing. You bro. Gross hey, place. Do not disrespect Detroit. <laughs> Detroit has given me some of my greatest times in the past two to three years. Since Corona, I respected Detroit. They brought a whole different respect to, to like the whole rap scene, bro. Mm, you know what? I don't even I don't even blame you, bro. But it's there's something in the air that just has people acting ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I don't think I could go <laughs> to bro. live in Detroit. I can't even go visit Detroit. That's bro, not a place for me. Personally, bro, like Minnesota has gang shit. Chicago has gang shit. But but Detroit? <laughs> There's something about Detroit where it's that's just because, the worst. <laughs> that's because Detroit has gang shit and then they're also like a poverty like, like city. Like it's bro, bro. Like as a big city is hella poverty. They've been poor since like what? When was the uh motor uh crash yeah. or some shit like the, that? Like the GM fire thing? Yeah. Bro, that's like a minute ago, but yeah, that's they like the whole economy. Rec- they haven't recovered since. Bro, because after they gotta think about it, what happened after that? Niggas started bringing drugs into play. You seen what happened in Detroit when niggas started doing the crack epidemic and nonsense like that. Right now, it's a big show, but Meech and them was really causing havoc on that city, bro. Like, yeah, shout out BMF, but them niggas wasn't good for the community. Hey, I, I don't hey, hey. But, no, so in the, the story, it's like these two kids, they do a bet to see who's going to fuck their teacher first. And this nigga, the first nigga goes, and he's just not smooth at all. And as I'm watching. Wait, wait, is it the twan in? 
Oh no, that was another one where, where Tuan goes and shoots his, his friend just bro. It's just for 200k. He murders his best friend. Dude, T Grizzly's a great storyteller. That's not even that much money. What are we doing? Oh, Jay and Tuan. That's it is Jay and Tuan. What are we doing? <laughs> but that's that is beyond the point. Let me put this. Yeah, no, first. we'll go with this teacher win. So this one dude, he comes in so brash, he's like, ah, I'm trying to fuck. What's the word, baby? And then she was like, bitch, you're a child. Get out of my yeah, face. come on oh. now. You got to be better than that. And then the other one goes in like smooth and he like he plants it out. And he actually acts as if he's an adult. And then one thing leads to another and he actually does end up doing it. And they, oh. they end up falling in love, quote unquote. Then Shorty goes, then Bro goes, takes a video and then sends it to his homies like, ah, see? Now setting my $20 because <laughs> it was a $20 vet, right? Doing that for 20 bro? Damn. So he goes sends the video, and then the other nigga is just a hating ass nigga. And then he says, "You know what?" And he goes and walks up to the shorty. He walks up to the teacher and be like, "Uh, I'm trying to get some." And you know how I know you're gonna give it? <laughs> this is why you're gonna give it. <laughs> I hate niggas like that. Dad, you're hating. You're <laughs> like, being a hater, bro. Why are you ruining it for everybody else? What are you doing? <laughs> like personally, I don't think I could go out like that. I I know I like to say that it's something. It's someone can have something I can't nobody can have it but there's some there's some situations you just gotta be a bigger man be like bro I he deserves it like don't don't fuck it up for him you feel me no thanks no thanks it's just as I'm watching that I realize the benefits of being a smooth nigga and moving in a serious manner because of a thing that a lot of niggas just don't they don't get it in their head for some reason. They just don't. They just don't understand. Being brash will make you lose. You'll just uh, lose, bro. It's delusional, bro. It's because if you think about it, that's like half of the shit that like is toward men is like saying like be that brass alpha male. You feel me? Like niggas, mm -hmm. like always, like Andrew Tatum. Is that not what they about? <laughs> how how many podcasts are there that they just say alpha male, alpha male, bro? I don't know if people think real life is a TV show or a movie. I, bro, bro, bro. What, just because you told them to do it, you they'll just do it? Like, no. <laughs> just because it worked for somebody else don't mean it's going to work for you, mm, bro. Like, and I feel like the only situations where that does work, where you're able to just engulf your own power onto the person to make them do whatever it is that you want them to do, mm -hmm. all those times that it does work, it's just bad business. That's just bad for everyone involved. No, nah, like, yeah. I was I was thinking about this. Um, so do you remember the 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 Try Guy scandal? Yeah. Where one of the person, one of the individuals was in a relationship with a coworker. No, he was he was married, and then he started cheating on his wife with one of the workers the, the that, that, yeah. that worked there, right? Yeah, one of their staffers. And the way that see, the SNL try and like painted the whole picture, right? They made it seem like the biggest problem was the three other dudes, was the two other dudes being upset with the one guy. Mm -hmm. And they were just hated because they get no bitches. I thought it was for them. Oh, was it for the yeah. three other guys? Because the way that they're painted, it was as if those three other guys was was just not able to get bitches and they're just mad and retaliating because this dude was living out his true <laughs> fantasies and wants and all desires, yada, yada, yada. That's crazy. And the, th the thing that I was, I was thinking about, I was like, huh, motherfuckers just don't get it. It's just the big media just does not understand how crazy of a thing that is because of like, 
that literally as I was reading the as I was reading the articles about it, I'm like, huh, this just seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> You're telling me my super rich famous boss is fucking one of the co-workers and that's just gonna end well? When yeah. does that end well? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the way he that, there's no way he, it could have ended well because he was married in the first place, so he already doing something wrong there. And then I guess they said it was mutual, so it's not like he was wilding, mm-hmm. but still, but it's like the power over. It's and I feel like it's not even just the power over. It's the fact that it's it's you can't run a business like that. No, nah. that's that's just bad. I feel like that's just bad business to begin with. Yeah, and I feel like that's where like big media just misses the the mark on things like this because of it's like. No, shut your bitch ass niggas up, you know, niggas. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up, y'all? It's your host Sessa, aka Back to another episode. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, all that shit. I'm not with my co-host. I'm with <laughs> you with you with Darles, man. All right, man. Back to the show. <laughs> Yo, but a thing that big media is just they're missing the mark on is they are known for doing OD shit like that. That is just part of their thing, right? Yeah, and I feel like. They know that too. <laughs> they know there's a history of scandals, especially in SNL and things of that nature, mm-hmm. where it's like, if they were to go, where in my personal opinion, the right way and condemn this activity, this this things that goes against things like Me Too and women's rights and workers' rights and all that stuff, it would open it would open the can of worms that bigger media has. I remember I was doing a story. Um, I was I was covering a story in, in D.C. where it was like this news anchor lady was getting assaulted for like five years consistently. But the way the media was, the way that the, her job was set up, she wasn't able to speak out on it. Or that she was just lose her fi- she was just lose her job, fire oh, everything, that's... get sued because she was forced to resign like a non an NDA. What? Yeah, it's just part of their co- it's part of their contract. The journalism industry is ridiculous, bro. You can sign an NDA and not and say like just be quiet when they come Keep on. Now, that's crazy. Yourself. That's crazy. That <laughs> they, one is crazy. Oh, uh, they literally just signed a a bill where it's like you don't have to sign NDAs anymore. Uh, in that, like, in certain industries and stuff like that. So that was, like, a huge win. But I feel like that's just a slap in the face for all of the people that are in situations like that where, like, they literally can't say nothing because they'll just lose everything. Wow. Now you say that, bro, I think I think when Don... Remember, like, when Don was running for president and the video came out where he was, like, grabbed her by the... Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, like, it came out, he also, like, had... A little affair with the uh, the porn star, porn star yeah. and stuff like that. I remember they made her sign an NDA. She signed an NDA before to not talk about. I'm like, bro, merch. Somebody could tell you to be quiet when it has to, like that's crazy to me. I, they they tell you, hey, it's part of the business. We give you this money and you just hmm, just keep it to yourself type of thing. And I feel like that's that's just objectively wrong. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. And the thing that I was thinking about is like. The only reason why it flies with big companies like that and not like the smaller companies like Try Guys is because there's so many steps, there's so many HR positions, there's so many things that need to you need to go through to actually get to this person where they're so protected that nothing you say will actually get to them or affect them in any way possible. No, facts. 
that it just gets swept in the rug and it just never happened. And you just have to be okay with the fact that you just lost and there's nothing you could do about it. Because if you want to keep doing this, we will just fire you. Yeah, I think you're I think you're like spot on because <laughs> say it feels like you said it was five years she was getting assaulted. Mm-hmm. If it's like her boss of the company, who can she really go to? You're going to go to HR about the nigga that pays HR. HR you feel me? Like an like, <laughs> HR like. Is HR really trustworthy in any company for no, real? They're designed to help the company. It's whatever is the company's best interest. That's what they do. Like, come on now, and people should. And I feel like it's really nothing you could do because it's not like an independent group that would be like, oh yeah, we're just for workers only. No companies, we're just gonna help the workers because that's not a thing. Companies would never allow it. I mean, even if they did, they wouldn't have enough money to actually be able to fight a company in a manner that actually would do make any change, though. Yeah, facts. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Especially why would a company want? to have like an entity that they pay that could end them if something goes wrong like <laughs> that's bad business too exactly 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 uh it's just it's, it's an impressing time we live in it's a it's an impressing time we live in. but how are you how are you doing what's how's life going for you ah uh, smooth bro it's the, it's the best time of the year thanksgiving next week like i was just talking about to somebody like thanksgiving is one of the best holidays in my eyes like how come Christmas is number one, but Thanksgiving is number two? Nothing else defeats Thanksgiving. For you know me. what? That's that's a, that's a good take. That's that's a good take. I'm not even mad at that. I'm no, not even mad at that. Like basically, just for the food, because I mean, I'm skinny, but you can't really tell. I'm a lover, <laughs> a big lover of food, and like living in the African household, especially like Liberian household, and a Liberian mom that can cook. I don't know everybody mom can cook, but my mom can. Of course, you know I mean? of course. I've never, I've never had Thanksgiving. I'd be like, you know what? I enjoy this or some. I ain't do nothing because there's not Thanksgiving that's gone by. I haven't end of the day just, in a deep just, coma just, you feel me just, just hold it <laughs> back in a deep coma hey. and i feel like since the last what two three years since i've been a little bit older i i never took that little thanksgiving walk with <laughs> my cousin but like now i've been older like me and my brother and i guess some of my cousins too like i don't say we'll take a walk but we might go do something come back later of course and of that course. just makes thanksgiving just way it's much just, better it's just better it's just better and for some reason during thanksgiving that is when the best relatives pull up. That nah, for real. I feel like during Christmas, the the mid the mid it's only eh, slides to the crib. But when it's Thanksgiving, it's the it's the motherfuckers from like Texas that want to just say what's up for the one time and then go back home type of thing. Yeah, and I feel like it's just it's just great. It's just great. Nah, I think last Thanksgiving, my twin cousins that came down too, so we was already up. So yeah, now I'm thinking about it. All Thanksgivings I have, if my family comes, it's like. Cool families, like we're gonna have a great day, exactly. Exactly. See, my whole thing about Thanksgiving that I love so much, I, I enjoy Thanksgiving more than Christmas because I feel like with Christmas, you're forced to buy into the commercialization no, of facts. Because of like, I remember I went to um, one of my one of my homegirls, and everyone was giving gifts, and I was like, Oh, like a what, what is this? It like was, a it was like kind of like a Friendsgiving thing, but like the thing about me, I don't like giving you say, did you say Friendsgiving? I thought it was a Christmas thing. You don't do you don't do like your own Christmas where you give each other gifts on. But why are you calling it Friendsgiving? <laughs> you know what? I was just saying the rock thing. You know that's right. That's that's right. That's right. That's so it's like it's like a, a secret Santa like yeah, friend type of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, and everyone pulled up and everyone's like exchanging gifts and I'm like the thing about me personally I've always hated buying people gifts for two reasons. One. If you hate the thing that I just put money in, I'ma hit you. I will just I'ma stick you immediately. That's an evil person. That, that is you. just what that's what we're doing. That's just what it is. If you give someone a gift and you can instantly tell they don't like it, bro, you know I feel like that's the other person's ah, fault. Bro, what? Mm, that's why. Yeah, no. And I feel like that's and 
people has made it so much about the gift. And that was just literally not the way I was raised where everyone just buys gifts for each other. It's more of a, if I want to show that I enjoy you, I will spend time with you. I'll pull up and do jokes. I'll do har har's with you. And to be able to equate that, that those har har's to gifts, and they're not equal. They are just not the equal thing to me. I just, I'm not, I don't, I'm not letting that slide. I'm not letting that slide. I feel you. I feel like I, I kind of like giving gifts. I don't know. I feel like that might be like the little nice side inside my body. Mm-hmm. I've always. The many grits just takes a break. <laughs> On folks. I don't know from like, ever since I like been able to like get money, like when Christmas time comes, I always try to get like. For sure, my grandma, my mama give. If mm-hmm. not, like I'll try to get other people in my family to give too. That's another thing. Why am I getting you a gift? <laughs> it's like, out of crazy. all, out of all people, crazy. out of all people in my life, it's literally I want to get my mother something. I'll get my father something. I'll get my brother something and, and my sister. Oh, were you giving other people get like? Oh, you moving crazy? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were doing that. I thought you were talking like your your family. I know it's giving other people gifts. I'll uh, chill out all that. And I feel like. For me, it's different, too, because, look, my brother, my oldest brother's birthday is the day before Christmas. And my mom's mm. birthday is the day after Christmas. They're only getting one gift. <laughs> so, like, for me, it's always been, like, either get your gift on Christmas or you get it on your birthday. You will get cologne. You will get perfume. You will get <laughs> a sweater. It's cool. It's cool. I feel like that's perfect. I love that type of time in my family, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not getting two gifts. You're going to get one. It's perfect. <laughs> no, facts. No, facts. What was the best gift you ever received? Definitely my PS4, man. Shout out to Lillian, bro. I love her. <laughs> she dropped, bro. I mean, she had bought it for me before Christmas, and I went with her because, like, obviously my, my like, being mom, not going nowhere to find a PS4 by herself. So we went, and we had got the last one in the Target by my crib, and we had already, like, searched three other stores before that. So that whole Christmas, like, I think it was the 24th or 23rd we got that. For those two, three days, that was Christmas to me, man. I was on, like, level 3,000. She told me I couldn't open it until Christmas. I said, I don't even care. Don't even about the fact that I know it's in this you building, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. See, my favorite thing, oh, my God. Do you get in relationships just to get presents? You're crazy, is that, is Who is doing, bro? Who am, is do- am I wrong? If you're doing, look at the camera. If you're doing that, stop. Am don't do it guy? again. <laughs> Talking about getting to get gifts, you're crazy, bro. But no, it's have you actually done that? Let's be serious, but have you actually done that? <laughs> Some people might be watching, but, crazy. <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, kind of women. <laughs> if if NK has talked to you before Christmas and then somehow went blank after January, you know what he did. Don't let it happen to you again, please. He needs to be stopped. Let it happen. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> Crazy. Just because I hit you right before Halloween doesn't, doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> you can't. So you're telling me you would keep the relationship for two months and then after Christmas, you just go, what? It's let not, it go a little it's, bit? It's not let it go, but it's just the, whatever life inhales is what life inhales. I don't <laughs> Have you only done this for Christmas or has it been like other time you'd be like, I'm talking to someone for like a specific reason? Because I've done it before too, just not Christmas. You That's ever, crazy. You've ever had a girl for Valentine's Day? Bro, have I? Yeah, I have, but. Doesn't that type of love feel different? Gee, stop playing with the, me, bro. The love <laughs> that you got in July. Is, am I wrong? Am I, the, am I the bad guy? Am I the bad guy? <laughs> yes, you are the bad. Like Valentine's Day is literally for love. If you do not love someone, you're talking about gifts. You are the bad guy there. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, fuck me, because I like a little bit of extra chocolate. But oh, hey, you that's... crazy. I feel like Valentine's Day, that's one of the other days. My brother's born on Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> I used to come home, just give him all my candy. I used to say, care for Valentine's Day. Shut up, Tell bitch. Him happy birthday. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, bro, I love my family, bro. Born on special days, just make it too easy for me. Exactly. Of course, of course, of course. But no, stop that little thing you're doing talking about you dating people for specific events. That's crazy. I can only say I've done that one time and it wasn't for a holiday. Oh, this is a question I've always wanted to ask you. Do you ever get into like relationships because they make you look good? No, no. I, bro, I mean, you own my story, bro. You know what I be saying. I like alone, you know, I like myself a lot. I like my alone time. If you cannot bring me the peace that I can bring myself, I don't want nothing to do with you. So I'm not I'm not gonna hop in relationships just to hop in it. I like mm. being alone for real. So you've never wanted to like give a speech and then your special someone is just in the crowd just doing this and they're just the fact that they're a representation of yourself in the crowd doesn't just bring you joy. You're truly crazy. I'm, I'm just the bad guy. You know what? I'm, I'm sick of being attacked. I'm sick of being attacked. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, what? No way you talking about you talk to someone so you could take a speech and then be like, oh, it's, Thank you for, oh, yeah, yeah. She's there where we met you. No, boy. <laughs> just, ah, y'all understand it. But but ah, we've reached the end of the episode where we've reached, wish we had a sensei where my guest goes and gives some advice that they wish that they had growing up, some advice they want to hear now, or some advice for the future. Take it away. I definitely wish someone would have told me to grow my beard a little earlier in my life. I think I would have been like Jalen Brown level now. I think I'm still I'm still cool, but does it, it change the way better. people interact? With oh, you? For, oh, come on now! Okay, you already know that. <laughs> <laughs> you most definitely already know that. I feel like if you if would you shave your beard if it gave you three more inches of height? Are you no <laughs> no <laughs> no? I what? I'm above average height for America in the world. I don't need to be taller. What am I gonna do? Play basketball? I don't need to play. No, I don't need to play basketball. My beard is pouring, bro. I shave that. That's I'm nobbing myself no more. <laughs> the wrist just drops crazy. You feel me? Like I'm telling young boys, if you don't think I wrist, grow face. If you can grow face, everybody can't do it. If your shit look ugly, don't don't grow it. Please don't. But if you can, most definitely look into that and it will get you motion. Trust. Amen, amen. Right, y'all. Make sure if you got this far, make sure you leave a like, comment, subscribe. I know. Then I post one yesterday. Then I post another episode the other day before that. And day before that. We're getting serious. <laughs> Drop the like. <laughs> and we out.